All right, good morning, Hoosier fans, and welcome to the morning after, Hoosier morning after Portland State. Your Hoosiers are victorious again, thank goodness. We are 2-0, undefeated season so far. That final score of that game being 85-74. to IU looked pretty good out there overall. Um, at the end of the game, my initial reaction last night was kind of one of a uh, one of those games where you just kind of feel like, meh, you just got meh. It felt like a meh game uh, on first reaction. When you, when you, when you look at, you, nothing really stands out big time. Nothing feels like it was heroed moments. Um, you just kind of are left with a weird taste in your mouth. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kind of like how I need to cough and get out of my mouth right now. Um, but after kind of sitting and looking at it, I, I realized that there are some good things to take away. And there are some things from this game that being playing a team like this going into it was very good. So Portland State, known as a wonderful offensive rebounding team, they were number one last year in offensive rebounding. They only returned uh, three players. Um, they do a lot of junior college transfers. It's kind of what they're known for as well. Uh, they're also very much well known for uh, their press on the ball. They put a high press on the ball. They're going to show lots of different defenses, although we didn't see too often them switch away from man. They stayed pretty much in the uh, man defense, not really much zone that we saw. Um, but, I mean, we came out. We looked looked good dealing with that pressure. Uh, we just needed to take more advantage at the beginning of the game. Uh, they did a lot of switching on D, um, which... With our size, we should be able to benefit from. We should should be something that we can um, take advantage of on teams. I believe that some of their pressure that they gave us on the ball um, made it difficult for our guys to give entry passes down to our bigs. Um, kind of talk about that maybe in a little bit a little bit later. Um, we but we were aggressive enough to put them a little bit in foul trouble. By the seven minute mark of the first half, we were already in the bonus. Um, our free throw shooting. Free throw shooting looked a lot better. Um, we ended, I believe, with like 70, 73% free throw shooting. shooting. Uh, Portland did keep it close and kind of made it hard for us to get away from them, uh, despite a lot of the stats looking good. Um, and after the final timeout, um, Archie subbed in my favorite lineup, and I know probably yours too, uh, that lineup of having Trace Jackson Davis at the five, and then having Hunter and uh, Smith kind of covering the three and four. And I can never really get exactly, I, I know it's probably Hunter at the three. He's a little bit faster. He has a little bit better outside shot. But um, I kind of feel that lineup that those two are kind of interchangeable within those positions and kind of flow between it. Um, that's kind of one of their strengths. But it, it allowed us to get out there and kind of match some of their athleticism. They were a very athletic team. Um, and led us to being ahead by 10 um, at the half. Again, we kind of maintained that 10-point uh, lead for most of the game and all the way till the end. Um, in the second half, defense started to kind of lack on-ball on, 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 on pressure, mainly from our guards. Portland State star uh, Woods was able to make a couple threes, um, and, and they weren't really contested that much. Uh, it was... It was I don't know if it was our guys just kind of missing, closing out on them. Um, I think one or two of them I remember were from rebounded balls that kind of bounced around. Our guys were going after them, and it just the lucky 
chance that Portland got a hold of him and was able to uh, get it out to Woods, and he knocked him down. Um, but after that started to happen and, and Woods started to kind of show that he was going to be the one that would try to get his team back and get his team more competitive in it, thank goodness that we were able to have Rob, that Rob stepped up. Rob was not happy with that, and there was a, a play where Rob got in tight on him, and he was able to knock the ball out of bounds. And Rob just stood there, stone face, and just kind of shook his head. I, I couldn't tell. I, I went back and watched it a couple times. I couldn't tell. There was too many guys walking in front of the camera and everything to tell if Rob said something to him. I don't know. Comment comment below if you, if you think you saw him saying something. or um, But he just kind of was there kind of shaking his head. And and Woods was just, just kind of stood there. Woods stood there and, and kind of took it and, and uh, uh, didn't move. And then uh, one of the other Portland players came over and he probably had some choice words or said a few things or maybe just the fact that he's rushing up to a tense uh, tense situation uh, did not please the refs and that was a technical foul. That kind of turned into a five-point swing for us um, where we did that and I believe then we had uh, some threes by Jerome at that point that really kind of brought us back into it, um, really kind of helped us stretch it out and make it make the game ours for the rest. Um, Rob continued to kind of shut him down and it proved that that was their game and where they were going to try to play and what they could play through. Um, so in the end, obviously, IU pulled it out and we won uh, 85 to 74. Um, some kind of meaningful things to take from this game was some guys got in some decent minutes that we haven't really seen yet. Let me take a drink real quick. Um, race. Uh, and race is one that, that fans, I think, is becoming a fan favorite. He's a guy that we haven't seen uh, very much, obviously, because of his concussion. Um, he's a big guy, physically large um, and very athletic. Um, has some struggles, like I said last week, on the offensive side. Um, but wants to dig in, in, in very physical games. Like I felt like this one was very aggressive games, very fight it out games. I think that's where race flourishes. Um, his very first possession on the offensive side, he battled for a rebound and as he was falling down, was able to pass it out to, I believe Jerome. Then Jerome gave it out to Rob. Uh, race immediately stands back up and, it, and is calling for the ball. He, he receives the ball from Rob, and he lays it in. So I love that passion about him. I love him staying in there and, and, and getting getting up. His, just that great hustle and, and fight that he, that he has. Um, there was a few times where they were able to take advantage of race and uh, uh, some speed on defense that he likes. His, his uh, player that he was playing against would spot up against him and uh, would do a quick crossover or something and was able to get use his speed to blow by race. He got a foul on one of those, and uh, another time uh, he didn't foul. Luckily, he was smart enough not to uh, get frustrated with his player getting past him and, and foul, give up the foul. Um, but those are things that he needs to work on a little bit and, and I think will become better as he gets more play time and, and feels the rhythm of the game. But, I mean, overall, that was, he played, on bringing it up real quick, um, Race played 16 minutes, had, was 3 for 4 from shooting, 4 for 4 on free throws, that's amazing, that's great, 
uh, five offensive, four defensive rebounds, so nine rebounds overall. Um, ended just with uh, three fouls, uh, one block, and again, 10 points, all within 16 minutes. That's a very good, efficient 16 minutes. That's something that um, hopefully he can keep up and we can count on him for that kind of break. Because, uh, again, with a very busy, very deep front court, um, it's going to be a matter of who can go in there and maximize the time that they get in there. And Ray showed tonight that he can be one of those players, last night I should say, or last yesterday afternoon, uh, that he could be one of those players to come in and give meaningful minutes when he's asked to. Um, so we will need that down the road. We will definitely need that in Big Ten play when we play against teams that are very big and very athletic, um, that kind of fighter. We will need that again. Uh, someone, again, uh, shout out to Jared Morris. Here's a player comp coming at him. Uh, someone like him that, that, that I, I remember as a kid enjoying watching was uh, Jared Odell. Jared Odell was that kind of physical player. He wouldn't light it up with highlights, but he'd go out there and he'd claw and he'd fight for you. And he would um, do the things that needed to be done to get, get the job done. I see a lot of that in the race. He's willing to go out there and fight and, and uh, step up when he needs to. Um, Justin Smith had another good, good game. Um, he is quickly, again, the juniors overall, again, were our leading scorers. Uh, Al Durham with 18, Justin Smith with uh, 16, uh, Justin playing the most minutes of anyone with uh, 37 minutes. He was uh, 50% for field goal, 7 for 14, took two threes, missed them both. I'm not mad about him taking threes. Um, one was pretty wide open on the, on the top of the key. Uh, he needs to hit that one. Uh, can't remember, can't place in my mind where the other one was, um, but... Again, I, I like that he's testing that. I like that he's trying to take those. Um, two is fine if he's going to take and miss because um, I want it to eventually become something in his arsenal because it's right now he's good at that drive and that cleanup and, and to be that dish, that player you dish to after you drive. I think that's a lot of where a lot of his points come from is uh, from Armand Franklin and Al driving in and then him uh, being ready there to receive the ball on a dish and then just lay it in. Um, he's also very aggressive to get rebounds and, and putbacks. Um, he had eight rebounds, um, two turnovers. He'll clean that up. That's no big deal. He had one steal, uh, two personal fouls. So, I mean, a pretty good um, basic game, balanced game from him um, overall, but would look to uh, look to see him try to work that outside in mid-range shot. Those those are those are the spots that he needs to work on, and 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 will definitely elevate the team and possibly become, on average, a twelve point uh, player for us, which which would be great. Uh, twelve is probably where he will land. Um, if he gets higher, if he gets up into fifteen, who knows? Um, that's probably asking a lot for him. But again, it's going to be a team scoring by committee, and different guys are going to be hot different nights. Um, Al played thirty two minutes. Was uh, seven for eleven, uh, one for four from three. We need to. I wish he could. Again, he's going to be one of our main three-point shooters, so he needs to make sure he can knock those down when, when he's called upon. Um, had two assists, one turnover. Not bad. Um, pretty good play overall for Al. He let the game kind of come to him. 
in in a way was uh, needed to be again our, our guards. I think <clears throat> was where our defense lacked this morning or yesterday. Uh, the defense needs to be tighter on their guys. There's going to be a lot of good guards coming up in the Big Ten season, and we need to make sure we're putting that pressure on from the beginning of the game, uh, not not wait until after they get hot shooting or start to affect the game. We need to be on them right away and show that uh, we're going to shut that down because we have plenty of guys to sub in and out and take care of that underneath the basket, but it's on the outside where we're kind of playing a little thin. So these guys need to uh, shut it down and, and, and take care of that uh, whole game. Um, Joey Brunk, 19 minutes, uh, played a pretty good game. I think we, we got away from the other team was allowing us, it was doing a lot of switching. Whenever we were running screens or anything else, they, they switched on every single screen, which made a lot of good um, matchups for our bigs underneath. A lot of bigs against smalls. Um, we didn't do a good job of getting the balls down to them. And I don't know if that's because of how aggressive they play, if uh, the bigs weren't quite getting in the in the right positions for it, I know Trace. I saw a lot was asking for lobs over the top, uh, rather than really kind of boxing out his guy and asking for it on the block and and using his size against him. He needs to kind of ask for it that way, um, rather than looking for that lob over the top. Because while that might that might be a byproduct of uh, what worked a lot for him in high school, he was always the bigger stronger, more athletic guy out there on the court. That's not going to be the case here in college. So that lob over the top, while it might be there a few times, there's a lot of times help side defense that's going to be able to come over and block that out. Or guys are going to be able to jump up and deny that pass. Um, it's just, it's a riskier pass. Use your size, use, use your athleticism, box your guy out, ask for the guy, ask for the ball on the block, and then use your ability to make space from there, either face up if you want or back them down in and, and put it up from there. Um, I think I, we, I saw a few times where we were able to take advantage of that. They were quick to go come over and double once we did have that. I think obviously uh, Portland State had that a good game plan and in, in set in motion knowing that we did have all those bigs uh, and they know, knew they needed to shut that down so they would, would uh, double. I don't know if that scared us away from getting it down underneath, but I would have liked to see that a lot more and because that is, again, one of our strengths. Um, kind of started talking about Trace Jackson Davis there. I mean, he had our very, his very first double-double. Uh, it's going to be very many double-doubles to come in the candy stripes for that man. Uh, not sure uh, what was up with the technical foul that he got, though, uh, on that dunk. Um, he wasn't really hanging for too long because there's kind of a guy around him, so that could be argued out. And then maybe for pushing the ball through his legs, but the ball was kind of under him, and he kind of pushed it away back out of bounds. So that one was kind of weird. I don't know. Comment below if you kind of understood what that one came from. I don't I don't Lost me. Uh, Coach had some good things that he said um, during the post game. He talked about um, this team has got to grow up a little bit faster on the defensive end. Coach has not been satisfied at all with the defense yet this this year. 
Um, I, I would agree. Um, it, it's going to be a team that we're going to hang our hat on defense. Um, we need to be a lot better. Um, taking a team like Portland State, letting them get over 60 points, if we're going to hang our hat on defense, we need to shut down teams like this. Um, again, I think part of that was their star guy got, got on fire. Let me see, how many points did he end with? He ended with 27 points. Him and and, and, his, and their other guard had, had 21. So right there is uh, nearly 50 of, of their of their uh, 74 points, all from their two guards. So that's that's somewhere that obviously our defense can get stronger, can do can do better. Um, another interesting interesting quote that that coach had, not quote, but. Um, someone asked in the press conference, go ahead, go, go and re watch those, by the way, <clears throat> a good one to follow on YouTube is inside the hall, search for inside the hall and, uh, subscribe to them, get notifications from them. Cause they always post up good, uh, videos pretty quickly. He, he's very good about getting them up quickly, uh, about the post game interviews and everything. So you can watch those, but go, go on his, his page there and, and watch, uh, coach talks is asked about load management. Mostly in regards to uh, Deron Davis, we didn't see him much, and he, he kind of uh, you could really tell Coach doesn't like that word load management. Um, he he expresses again how how he has always about this deep team that we have that he is going to uh, give the guys minutes and opportunities, and it's on them to kind of step up and use those opportunities the best, and he's gonna play the guys that are playing well and he and he he's going to take you out if you're not doing well. I, I did see that a lot of times where if guys wouldn't make mistakes uh yesterday, he was quick to sub them out. So that's nice to see. I like I like that um he's he's holding them accountable. Um there's going to be a few times where we can't do that, where we need them to play through their mistakes, but I like that that threat is there. Um that maybe a little bit of fear is the right way to use, but um, a little bit of fear to the players that if, if they don't do well, then that, that might happen. Um, but yeah, coach did not like load management. He, he kind of tiptoed around that topic a little bit. I mean, and, and the reason it's brought up is because we didn't see Deron Davis. Um, and we can speculate all we want. Is, is he being rested for the Big Ten season? Uh, is there a little bit of injury nagging on him? Um has he just not gotten into the rhythm? Um, I think another factor could be the fact that uh, this team that we played is not really a, a good team for a Duran Davis, a very a little bit faster, more athletic type of team, type of game. It is not where Duran can benefit. Duran benefits the most from half-court sets, uh, getting on the block, receiving the ball, having great decision-making, whether it's pass it out or be able to bully his guy and go up and, and get a basket. That's Deron's strengths. That was not last night's game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, again, good game had by most. Just uh, need to kind of get it together and, and put away a team like this. Um, someone I didn't speak of that we kind of lauded on, and, and, and he kind of had a non-factor-ish game. Um, he only ended up playing, he played 22 minutes. He had four points. It was Armand Franklin, um, 50% from the field, uh, missed two threes. Again, that's fine. I want the guys to take them now. 
uh, find find their rhythm and everything. Uh, two for four, um, had two fouls, two turnovers, no assists this time, uh, which was a little bit disappointing to see. He was a guy that had so many assists last week, had eight assists uh, with zero turnovers, and then to turn around and, and I guess the game just wasn't for him. Again, that's holding him on high standards. He's a freshman, hasn't played that much, so it's going to happen. Uh, Rob Fennessy played some good minutes. Again, we talked about I talked about how he was able to shut down their player, so that was a big thing for us. He had seven assists, uh, three turnovers, ten turnovers overall for the team. That's right where Coach wants to see. Um, first half, we were about, oh, just under 50% in field goal uh, percentage. Second half, we were just above, so that's good. We, we brought it back up. Um, again, but three-point shooting at, at 21%. Uh, we got to find that three-point shooting. Maybe that maybe it's sitting there in green, with green um, on the bench. Coach talked about hopefully getting uh, Devontae active a little bit more in practice this coming week, and hopefully he'd be back soon. Um, didn't allude to the fact that he would be back for next week or this week's game, but... Um, Hopefully back by the time we get into Big Ten play. Hopefully he's back by Wisconsin at least. Uh, maybe with the Florida State with the challenge game. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, free throw shooting, though, at least was over 70%, 73.3%. So that's good. That was uh, obviously a big scare that we had from the exhibition stats that we saw. Uh, free throw defense for us, again, not looking great as it was last year. So we'll definitely be down in Ken Palm on free throw defense. Um, but overall, again, like I said, I, my mentality hasn't changed greatly from my first reaction last night to the game of being kind of a meh game. Um, but I think, again, having a team like this that we play so early is good. And having these struggles now will only make us better in the long run. I would take a game, as weird as it is to say, I would take a game like this over a game where we beat a team 50 to 100. What do you what do you learn really in that 50 to 100 game? You don't learn as much. You you could maybe get some confidence, you might get some false confidence. When you have a game that you fight like this, you have stuff to build on. You have lessons to learn, you have things to coach. This is something that the the team will be able to take to the practice field and and drill it may not feel good now it, they may not be happy now which is good don't be happy don't be happy with this use this and 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 push forward we play again on uh tuesday the 12th it's at 7 p.m against uh north alabama it's supposedly from what i can tell this is another team that that will give you a lot of different pressure and a lot of different looks on defense um, something that's very good. Again, I wanted to see this team play against the zone. I'm hoping for a lot of zone from Alabama during this game. Um, we should be good against the zone with our size, um, guys checking to the free throw line uh, in that gap and finding them. Um, someone like Trace Jackson Davis could, could do very well. Uh, he's tall. He can receive the ball, and he can keep as long as he keeps it up above his head and distributes, find the right, find the right place to, to pass out of. Getting, that'll help us get around that zone. Um, this game will be on uh, regular BTN, 
So you can suspend your BTN Plus subscription for a while. Uh, I think there's a few games, uh, without looking at the schedule right now, but there's a few games down the road that could possibly be on BTN Plus. Right now, they're just kind of set on the schedule as BTN slash BTN Plus for the TV coverage. So just kind of be on the lookout. I'll give you kind of a heads up as, as we get to those. Um, this game that we just played, the Portland State, supposedly it is supposed to replay Monday night at some point. So just kind of be on the lookout for that. Uh, check your local listings. Uh, if you have IU basketball set to record on your DVR, it should be able to find it for you and go ahead and record that. Um, kind of a little outside of this team, but IU News. Uh, Romeo Langford, you know, he's recently moved down to the G League to play. He, I think he had his debut last night. He had 27 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 6 blocks. That's good to see. Good to hear. Hopefully he can get down there, get some experience, get some reps, show what he can do, and uh, get moved back up to the Celtics. So, um, yeah, I think that's it for today's edition of Who's Your Morning After? Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me on this Sunday morning. Have a great weekend, uh, rest of your weekend, and uh, get back into the work week in a, in a good fashion. You don't have long to wait for IU basketball. Again, we'll see you guys uh, Wednesday morning after the Tuesday evening game. And as always, go Hoosiers.